Hello, and welcome to Infinite Possibilities Abound. I'm your host, Debbie Waisner. Thank you for joining me today. Now, you may be wondering why I'm doing a podcast. What can I offer? I'm asking myself the same thing, but there are a few reasons. In September of 2021, my mom passed away one month shy of her 86th birthday. I spent a fair amount of time with my mom, and I now have all this free time. So I asked Spirit and the universe, what's next? I went through a list of ideas, and after several months, doing a podcast was what I heard. Understand, this isn't my first choice. I'm a private person. I'm a hermit in many instances, and a podcast is public. A podcast gets me outside of my comfort zone. It sees what other things I can do and contribute. So I'll be sharing and challenging beliefs, ideas, thoughts, experiences, some of which might help, inspire, support, strengthen, be useful, or assist others. If enough people listen, I might be able to make some money, but I'm not counting on that. I want to help people overcome negative thoughts, feelings, emotions, self-doubt, and fear to live a more fulfilled, happier, and joyful life. It's, a, it's that simple. So let's get on to the first thing that I want to talk about today. I love quotes, quotations. I read a fair amount of books, and I saw this quote from Martin Luther King from Strength to Love. Our scientific power has outrun our spiritual power. We have guided missiles and misguided men. Now, I'd like you to reflect on that quote. I have. There are many possible choices here. But for me, does all of our scientific knowledge and technology make you or I any happier? I think not. I think the technology separates people. It isolates people. I see people paying more attention to their phone or tablets than they do to their family members. But that's just my opinion. Technology can be great. It can be very useful if you use it as a tool and not as a distraction. But as with all things in life, you have free will and free choice. So what do you think Martin Luther King was trying to say? Let's move to a new topic, which is going to be about trust. What is trust? What do you trust? Who do you trust? Why do you trust? And who don't you trust? From my perspective, trust is having a firm belief and confidence in the integrity and genuineness and effectiveness of of someone or something. I trust most people most of the time. Now, that gets me in trouble sometimes because people will take advantage. But that's what I've determined works for me, and I learn from that. And that's what trust is about. You're learning about yourself and about the people around you. You have conversations and you share information and then you find out whether that person can be trusted because either it stays private or it goes public. And when it goes public, then you know that you can't share that type of information with that particular individual. Friends and family have asked me if I trust the government, and I I kind of snicker and laugh. No, I don't trust the government. They lie. They constantly lie, and you can see that they lie. 
but that doesn't stop them. They continue to lie. I know people who are in government, and they're fine people, but as far as the leadership of the government, no, I don't trust them. And that's really kind of sad if you think about it, that you don't trust your own government. Do I trust the medical profession? Not really. I mean, I know doctors and nurses, and I think they're very fine people, but the medical system itself has been broken for many years, and I think that's become much more obvious in the last two or three years. Do I trust big agriculture, big chemical, big pharma? Unfortunately, the answer is a big fat no. I don't trust them. In each case, they've put profits over people. If you take a look at just the pharmaceutical industry, lawsuits by the government and civil actions have amounted in the hundreds of millions to billions of dollars. And those fines just really haven't changed their behavior. There is a lawsuit pending on the opioid crisis, and the settlement is going to be huge. Every part of the medical system was involved, from distribution to pharmacies, doctors, people both inside and outside of the pharmaceutical companies. These people didn't care about individuals, families, communities, or the crime that was generated from addictions. It was profits, 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 and the heck with the people, people, people. So I looked to see if their words matched their actions. I used my discernment that I spoke about in episode one. Why anybody would trust any of these industries is beyond me. And whether you do or not is totally up to you. That's free will, free choice. Do your own research. Come to your own conclusions. Your opinion doesn't have to match mine. Let's move on to a different topic, the power of words. Words are as powerful as our thoughts. Do you know, feel, and understand the power of words and your thoughts? Words can unite and unify and lift, but they can also break and tear down. Can there be meaningful discussion between people who don't agree? That's the question of the day. Can we agree to disagree? but still respect each other? Can we have opposing views and still be civil? Or are we going to be censored, told that we're lying, spreading misinformation? The words we choose and use are very important. How do you feel when you hear the words love, peace, joy, happiness, kindness, understanding, compared to riot, fear, fear fear-mongering, banned, canceled, Do as I say, independent, independence, think for myself, free will, free choice. The founding fathers didn't agree on everything. They had disagreements, and yet they worked together. We should follow their lead. We can disagree. We don't have to agree on everything, but I think we do need to respect them and each other. I simply don't watch a lot of news. I can't do it. It's too negative. I might watch two minutes at a time. And most news is is geared to make you fearful and afraid. And I refuse to live my life like that, being afraid all of the time. When you're fearful and afraid, you don't think straight. And so you'll give up ideas and freedoms that you might not otherwise, if you were not afraid. So I've chosen not to watch the news, and you might give that some consideration. 
it will release some stress from your body. You might be able to sleep better. Mainstream media, which is considered old media, is dying and being, re being replaced by alternative media where you can get information. There's free conversations. You can agree to disagree. There's dissent. Free speech is one of the tenets of the United States of America. Now, there are limits on free speech. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. There are negative consequences to doing that. By using discernment, no matter where you get your information, you can, you can determine what feels good, what makes sense, what resonates with you, and take appropriate action. You probably already know this, but your words and your thoughts define who you are and who you will become. Thoughts and words lead to action. There's a well-known phrase, you become what you think about most of the time. Change your thinking, change your thoughts, and you can change your world. So I have another question for you. Do you hear the words and thoughts that you're saying and thinking? Do you use words that empower or tear down? If your sentences start with words like, I can't, I won't, I don't think, it's not possible, it will never change because, then you've programmed yourself to fail or not even attempt to do. You have faulty programming, you have bad programming, or in other terms, you have bad software running and you need an update. I had faulty programming running. I think most people do. It's just a question of whether you're going to take any action to change it. It does require determination, focus, and persistence. For example, if your boss comes up to you and says, I need to speak to you for a few minutes when you have a moment, what's your first thought? Mine is, what did I do wrong? And that's because as kids, we're criticized. We're told no a lot and in many different ways. Or why did you do it that way? That's not the right way. We internalize the criticism. And so when we hear certain catchphrases, it sets off an alarm inside of us. And we begin to question what we've done. I learned to capture that thought and examine it. What's the tone of voice? Are they smiling? Are they relaxed? Are they tense? I learned I was causing my own distress and tension where there was none. I then learned to toss that thought away and not give it a second thought. That thought didn't serve me, so why should I keep it around? Our programs, problems, and issues come from our childhood environment. We watched, we absorbed, imitated, and incorporated it in, into our subconscious. One of your jobs as an adult is to determine what is truly yours and doesn't belong to mom or dad or brothers or sisters or aunts and uncles or grandma or great-granddad. Words you heard as a child can be willfully erased as an adult, but you do have to take action to change that. You are quite capable of change. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Before I end this segment, I want to leave you with some positive words. Back in 2016-17, I started writing what was later determined to be poetry, and because I had never written poetry before, I didn't really recognize it as such. The poem is titled, In This Moment, You Were Whole, Enough, Loved, Perfect, and Worthy, But You Don't Believe It. Recognize your blessings and gifts to receive. 
You've swallowed the poison thoughts of others, been beaten down by bullies and babble, refused to wither from the assault, find your bearings, discover a sanctuary of solitude. Be still and silent. Breathe and stay quiet. Wait for all the chatter to dissipate. Listen to your heartbeat. You are alive. In this moment, you are whole, enough, loved, perfect, and worthy. Allow others to be who they are, and you do the same. Judge not, for danger lies. Allow feelings, never deny, and then mosey on. Never resist, no matter the issue. Move through, on and upwards. You always have a choice. Make a decision, make a plan. View your dreams and vision with emotion and watch for the explosion. Your inner world determines your outer world. Fix the inside and a new outside will be revealed. Master your thoughts. Conceive a plan or without fail, fall under the veil of those that do. Dreams and visions take magical form. Believe, concentrate, and expect your dreams to come true. Thoughts transform from formless into form. Watch your dreams and visions expand and grow. Be kind, gracious, generous, and open to receive. Forgive all for everything. Resist and a bond is formed. Let it go away. It floats in the gentle breeze of the day. You are whole, enough, loved, perfect, and worthy. Believe, conceive, concentrate, expect, support with knowing it will come. Don't stress, worry, or overdo action, as those are energies that stop you in your tracks. Find those thoughts and emotions that make you feel good. Life and the universe will reward you in kind. I hope you enjoyed that poem. I like it. Let's continue on to another topic. How do you define yourself? How you define yourself is really very important. You can look at your basic characteristics. I'm a human being and I'm female. After that, everything is up in the air from my point of view. So beyond the basic characteristics, everything else is up to us as to how we define ourselves and what we're about. Science has shown that we're really all one. I know when some people hear that, they sort of cringe. But when you look at our DNA, 98% of it is the same. Now, whether you want to accept that we are one is totally up to you. With our DNA being 98% the same, we have a lot in common. What makes life interesting is the contrast. That's, whether, that's how you determine whether you like hot or cold, or that you're hungry, or that you're full. So the biological truth of 98% of our DNA being the same is a fact. Now what you do with that fact is totally up to you. It's not uncommon for people to reject things that are true because it doesn't fit with their set of thoughts or beliefs. That's free will and free choice. I'm human being and female. I don't define myself by what I do. I'm a reader. I'm a writer. I'm a pet owner. I'm a photographer. I love taking pictures. I'm a hiker. I'm a gardener. I've worked in research and development in a number of industrial settings. I'm a daughter. I'm a niece. I'm an aunt. I'm a friend. I'm a co-worker. I'm a neighbor. I've had successes. I've had failures. 
I've been rejected. I have rejected things. I've had accidents. I've been a victim of crime multiple times. I've had lots of experiences, but there's no one thing that really defines me. All these experiences together make me who I am today. I wouldn't do away with any of the negative experiences. They have influenced me. I didn't like them when they were going on, and I couldn't stop them or change it, and I wouldn't repeat them, but there was a value there, and they did make an impact and make me who I am today. We all have some negative things in our past, and we have to learn to deal with the past, to make peace with the past, and move on. You are what you believe you are. I'm happy. I'm kind. I'm peaceful. I'm calm. I'm harmonious. But I've worked on myself, read a lot of books, took a lot of seminars, incorporated some stuff, rejected others, have improved myself. I like who I am. You're not just one thing. You're not your job, or the amount of money that you make. You're complex and you're simple. I'm complex, but I'm really very simple in most things. My main motivations is that I want everybody to be happy, peaceful, calm, joyous, loving, kind. But you get to decide. You get to decide what you want to be, what you're going to do. As you go over things, you'll start to see patterns in your family's history and, and life. And here's what you get, where you get to say, oh, I'm gonna, I like that one. I'm going to keep that one. Or you say, I didn't like the way that worked. No, nope, not going to do that when I'm an adult. And then you get to work on changing that. But it requires thinking and then taking action. So for me, I start off with I'm a human being and I'm female. So who are you? Have you ever experienced something that you couldn't explain? You don't know why it happened. There's no reasonable or logical explanation. I have. I've had several. Actually, I've had many. And I just kind of shrug my shoulders and go, okay. But I still think of them on occasion, and I'm still unsure as to why that happened and how it turned out the way it did. Several years ago, I was sitting at a stoplight and getting ready to make a left-hand turn onto a road going north. I could see a car sitting about 50 yards to my north, sitting at an intersection and wanting to make a turn also. So I thought to myself, I'm just, when I make the turn, I'm just going to keep in the far left-hand turn lane. The light went from red to green. I made my turn. The driver pulled out exactly into my lane, and I was left with a problem. Hit them or turn the steering wheel. Now, we'd had some rain, so I turned the wheel and hit the brakes and began to slide. And if, you, and if you've ever been in a slide, you know you have no control. Now, this was a four-lane road with a concrete median in, in between. And in my head, I thought, ah, I'm going to slide into the concrete median. The car's going to turn over. I'm going to slide down the other side of the road on the top of my car. I hadn't been going fast, maybe 20 miles an hour. All of a sudden, the car started slowing. Now, I'm not doing anything. My little heart is just thumping away in my chest. Finally, the car came to a stop. I took a couple of deep breaths, opened the car door, got out, and went around to the front. I was about eh, three inches from that concrete divider. I shook my head and walked back, got into the car, took a couple more deep breaths, looked at the gentleman who had caused my little predicament, and they had just driven on, oblivious to the accident that they almost caused. 
I was very grateful not to have had an accident. I took a couple of more deep breaths. My heart was still thumping away. I put the car in reverse, got back in the proper lane when the traffic cleared, and went on my way to the office. Today, as, of, as then, I have no reason to know what stopped that car, because it wasn't me. Another experience I remember was, it was between Thanksgiving and Christmas, well, maybe 10 or 15 years ago, was going to go to the grocery store. When I turned onto the road where the store was, I saw an older gentleman standing on the opposite side selling roses. And I thought to myself, I ought to stop over there and buy some after I'm done at the store. So I'm in the grocery store 10 or 15 minutes. I come out, I look across the street, and he's no longer there. Then I see he's moved to my side of the street, and I think, oh, okay, I can go over there and and buy some roses. I put my groceries in the car, and I walked over to him, and I gave him $5, and he handed me a, a few roses. I turned, and I was beginning to walk away, and I stopped and turned around, and he was gone. He was missing. It hadn't even been three seconds, and he was nowhere in sight. I don't know where he went. I don't know how to explain that but I had roses in my hand. So I just walked back to my car and thought, okay. I mentioned earlier that I like to take photographs, take pictures. In 2016, orbs started showing up in my pictures. I'm like, I don't know what you are. You're pretty, but I don't know what you are. And I have no real explanation for that either. So there are three examples of things that I cannot explain that have no reasonable or logical explanations. Do you have any incidents that you can't explain? I hope so. They do tend to make life just a little bit more interesting. Well, we've reached the end of today's episode, and I want to thank you for tuning in, and I hope you will come back next week for the next episode. This is your host, Debbie Wazner, for Infinite Possibilities Abound. Have a fabulous day.